Uno, dos, tres, go. Fuck. Yeah, that fuck. was awful. Let's try it again. Ready? Okay. One, yeah. two, three, fuck. Fuck. Oh, wow, that's real off. Um. Okay, wait. I need to be looking at you. I'm sorry. I have my audacity. One, open. two. Okay. okay. Wait. Okay. All right, ready? One, two, three, fuck. Fuck. Uh, at least you you okay, two were cool. together, That'll so work. that means it's gonna work. Hey everyone, welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds come up with the concept for a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Olivia Wise. Hello. Hi, Olivia, and today we have a special guest. Um, oh, I called him special, damn it. No, we have a regular guest. We have a regular guest that is not special in any way. It's Hello, William Hello, everyone. Sawyer. Welcome to We Wrote the Book, where a bunch of a uh, uh, bunch of nerdy... Wow, you think I would know the opening at this point? Yeah, yeah, you'd think, but that's why you're just a regular guest. Ah, uh, that so, was devastating. <laughs> it, well, you know, if you, you come at the king, you best not miss. I don't know what to tell you. Are you the king? Um, Are you... Is that what we're going with? king of this podcast? I'm the king of this podcast, and I will uh, hold that. And Olivia, Olivia, oh, Olivia is not, the, did not seem happy with that statement. Olivia is the other king. Um, I'm both the really other two king. kings. Yeah, I'm it sounds king like you're two. King B, not you know. Yeah. Oh no, I'm King One. You're King A. Yeah, we so all know that numbers come first before letters in alphabetical order. What yeah, all that ma- all that, that matters, Olivia, is that we're both well above William. That's is that all, all that matters. matters? I feel like Olivia... William's our little jester. Our little jester boy. Dance for me. <laughs> I feel like she he's pitting us no. against each other to consolidate his power. Did did you not hear her just call I you a not. jester, I William? I did not. I right past it. You're my little jester boy. Now, William, <laughs> look, uh, I, I can have this beef with Christian because we're the head honchos of this show, um, but you and I are not on the same playing field. I'm not saying we are. <laughs> he is. That's he's trying. He's trying really hard. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push back this. Um, I'm gonna push past William's feeble attempt at overthrowing our system here. Um, I <laughs> I've been looking at a lot of like um, Greek tragedies, Greek plays, and stuff like that recently um, because I'm a nerd and I'm a boring person. And a We're lot like of geek tragedy. Am I right? There Ge- you go. Geek tragedy. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I noticed there's a Smoke decent amount. <laughs> you done? No. Okay. So. Got him. I, I noticed. I said I wasn't done. I said I wasn't done. I said I wasn't done. You started talking. That's not my fault. Are you okay. done now? Okay, William, as your king bee... Um, I'm going to decree that you yeah, calm, I feel your, like, I feel calm your jester <laughs> acts, okay? Are you, are you just calling yourself, like, king bitch? Is that, like, what this is? It's exactly I'm what I'm saying. I'm a king bee. I'm king bee. Um, look, save your, save some of your jester act for tomorrow, because you need to have a joke, at, at least one joke every day, or else we're going to kill you. That's how That's it accurate. works. That's a... Wow, I didn't realize that my life was on the line. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, we'll at least metaphorically kill you off this podcast. So. Yeah, we. You can be replaced. Who would you replace me with? I, besides Adam Driver. Um, Scarlett Johansson. You do have Scarlett Johansson energy. I have. I, I have Scarlett Johansson energy. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I could land someone like Colin Jost, fine. But I don't really see myself. Yeah, you're right. That was a that was some jester material. I was trying out to see if I was as you know could replace you myself. But you, you know what? Actually, <laughs> Olivia, all we we can just call Alan Alda. I'm sure he's available, and he'd be much oh, better. That would be great. Yeah, he'd be much be better. Really than yeah. Alan. Kids at home, look up who Alan Alda is. So. Either way, I was um, <laughs> Greek tragedy stuff like that. And I noticed there's a lot of musicals written like updated Greek tragedies at this point. There's a couple, but probably the biggest one. Um, William, what's the biggest one right now? Uh, the biggest one right now was from I think two years ago with Hades Town mm-hmm. uh, and like Hades Town, which is telling the story of 
Orpheus, but it does have a, a huge focus on Hades and Persephone in that storyline. I want to do one about Daedalus. Daedalus? Yes. Daedalus is um, the, the father of Icarus. He made the uh, he made the labyrinth. Some people claim he made um, the shield of uh, Achilles. I'm he sorry, but I stuff. have to correct you because David Bowie made the labyrinth. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're right. I'm sorry. He made a labyrinth, not the labyrinth, a labyrinth. Is that better? Well, I guess both have to do with sexual awakening. Uh, please unpack that. That's a that. joke for those people who know what the labyrinth's about, and the people that you'll you'll think that's really funny if you don't in like five minutes. Yeah, as we explain what the labyrinth yeah. the labyrinth is about. So I, but I want to do a show uh, about Daedalus. The he labyrinth. seems like an interesting character that has a lot. Can we stuff. just can, can we just decide what music would be in David Bowie's The Labyrinth? Is this now a jukebox musical about the labyrinth? Is that what we're It would be doing? synth. It would be synth pop, right? Doesn't he sing? Yeah. In the no, I mean, it would movie? be straight up jukebox musical. It would only be David Bowie music. Yeah. Well, how about yeah. this? How about this then? Um, instead of doing jukebox musical, I think 80s synth pop, a, an, a, Daedalus, a retelling of Daedalus with 80s synth pop and 80s synth pop musical, mm. I kind of love it. I think. Uh, yeah. It'll be super edgy. It's like it'll be like chess. No, it won't be anything like chess, and chess has never been edgy a day in its life. <laughs> chess is pretty edgy. What no, about the Mar- Queen's Gambit? Oh, I was talking about the musical chess. If, if Josh Groban is a character <laughs> in your in your musical, it is not edgy. I don't know. Chess was pretty edgy. Uh the comet one that he was in was pretty edgy. Okay, what we're gonna move on from this. So Daedalus. 80 synth pop Daedalus musical. I love it. So there, he, I'm going to just give you the quick hits. Or actually, Olivia, give me the quick hits about like Daedalus's life. What are what are the quick hits about him in case people don't really know him? Um, sure. So Daedalus is a guy who created a maze to trap a minotaur, minotaur um, on the island of Crete. Um, okay. Let's see. What else? Not a minotaur. The, the minotaur. minotaur, sorry. There's one minotaur. The one minotaur. Um, he uh, also tried to to kill a person out of jealousy and kick him off a cliff. Is that okay. right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, off the Acropolis, but close enough. Okay. Um, he is also the father of Icarus, which probably people know Icarus from the little myth about flying cl- too close to the sun. Um, so his yes. father was actually the person who invented the wings that Icarus wore. Okay. When he flew too okay, close to cool. the sun. Cool. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and I figure because you kind of like made the labyrinth, that's an interesting, that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, he almost killed someone. Yeah. He tried, he, he tried to, so he tried to kill his nephew <laughs> because his yeah. nephew was because he's like a famous inventor guy and his nephew was starting to become some sort of famous inventor guy too and so daedalus got jealous and pushed him off the top of the acropolis to try and kill him but then athena turned um his nephew into a dove or a partridge a partridge excuse me to fly away at the last minute and so then daedalus had to flee athens because he you know Tried to kill a guy. <laughs> when a god turns you into an animal, do you think you just, like, know how to be that animal? That's a great question. I mean, clearly... I really feel like the, the way that that story really went was the the bird, he turned into a bird, did not know how to fly, <coughs> immediately hit the ground, died. Athena found a different bird and was like, yep, this is him, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then he flees. He flees Athens, um, and essentially runs from Athena. He goes to um, Crete, and in Crete, the um, this is a wild. This is where the story gets even more wild. So Crete and their king, King Minos, and his wife Pasiphaea. Pasiphaea. It's Pasiphaea. Starring um, Vince Vaughn. Nope, not Vince Vaughn. What's his name? Vince. Vin Diesel. 
Vin Diesel. <laughs> So the star of Daedalus is not even an old Greek name that you just missed that messed up. <laughs> like Olivia, what are you doing? It's my bit. So so they it's go they go to Crete and Crete they worship Poseidon. So they go to Crete. And in Crete they worship Poseidon. Poseidon gives them like a bull to sacrifice, be like, hey, we I really like you. Sacrifice this bull to show that you really like me, you know, like the check yes, check no, do you like me? And so then the king of Crete, Minos, decides to keep the bull for himself and sacrifice a different one. Because he's like, hey, this is a pretty cool bull, I guess. And It's a big-ass bull. It's a big-ass bull. It's a pretty bull. And it, it's a very pretty bull, evidenced by the fact that later, bull. Poseidon is like, I'm pissed off at you for that. So he makes Pasiphaea lust after the bull. Um, he makes her real horny for that bull. Which, again, I don't know if that really happened. I really feel like she was just (laughs) kind of into the bull. And she's just, like, finding her reasons. And so then she goes... Oh, Poseidon did it, guys. And so then she goes to Davis and is like, look, I really want... I'm really horny for this bull. Can you make that happen? So Daedalus makes a statue of a cow that is hollow that Persephina can sit inside to have sex with said bull. I feel like they just, like, explained how artificial insemination works, like, really early before they started doing it. This is the first IVF? Like, this is about animal husbands. This is a story. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm gonna keep... Can you add the Pornhub sound right now? Uh, you actually have to pay for that. I can't. We can't afford that. We can't afford the Pornhub sound. Oh no, the Christian bull. I'm stuck. A new category: <laughs> BAB, big ass bull. Oh god. <laughs> no, it's definitely triple B, big buff bull. bull big buff bull. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then so she has relations with said bull, and then she gives birth to a. Can minotaur. you say that in a different way? New choice. New choice. No, this. No, fuck you. Fuck you. She humped a bull. I think the bull humped her. Okay, she, well, we, she we, got we it see on what you bull. think about power. And she did the nasty with the She's bull. She's in a statue. What the hell is she going to do? <laughs> She's a power bottom. I don't know what to tell you. He's a really good engineer. You don't know what he could have done with that statue. Um, either way, she has sex with the bull. And then she has a child. And when I say child is a strong word... It is a minotaur. Oh, are you saying you say it was fully grown? It just came out doing its taxes? Yeah, no, it yes. was a child at one point. <laughs> okay. I mean, like... But it, uh, can we can we refresh me? A minotaur is bullhead bot, head, man body. The original is just... The original was a man with a bull's head. And now okay. a lot of times you'll see, oh, like, okay. the bull... It'll have, like, the man's torso. And then, like, the, the bottom half will be, like bull as bull well legs. okay like bull legs that's what you kind of see nowadays but the original was literally it's just a person with the head of a cow Ah, uh, okay it was very strange um and so they're like oh no this is a monster and so then they go back to data poor kid poor kid he didn't ask to be born he didn't ask to be born um but that's just i wonder if he had his like grinch moment where he tried to shave his fur off his face <laughs> and came into class with like little toilet paper like nick perfect so we're re so we're actually doing a musical about the bull <laughs> we're just gonna do how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey but it's a, it's a minotaur and then he ends up having a kid who is only one quarter bull instead of half bull and it's a whole thing but i digress so then they're like this what thing's a quarter of the bull i don't know the, the 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 horns he just has the horns and he's got the weird hooves, and that's it. That's like that movie that Harry Potter guy was in. Called Horns, I think? Oh, with Daniel oh, Radcliffe? Sure. Where yep. he yeah. plays, he slowly becomes possessed by the devil. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it is. So, um, either way, they see it's a monster. They're like, okay, um, Daedalus fix our mess, make something so he can never get out of it. And so he makes, so Daedalus makes the labyrinth, which is a big maze that the Minotaur can never get out of. Minotaur Lots later of is slain I by Theseus, but... 
I think there's a, what's really interesting, I don't know, I know this is going to be a bit of a derailment, but what I think is really interesting about the labyrinth is it is like almost always described as a perfect labyrinth, like that it is literally perfect. So like it is impossible to get out. Yeah. Um, It's impossible to get out of without help. Is it like a corn maze? Is it made of like? Okay. Well, it's, it's, I think it's underground and I think it's like made of stone oh. it's it because de- i feel like a bull a bull person would just eat the corn so it really That's depends true. um it yeah. the 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 where the maze is really just depends on the telling there's some that it's underground there's some that it's freestanding there's some that it's out in the middle of nowhere it's it's kind of just like it depends on who you talk to and then and then finally we get to icarus yeah. so icarus is the son of daedalus Icarus. Well, we we forgot the part. We forgot the part that after he finished the labyrinth, King Minos was like, "All right, Daedalus, um, nobody can know the Minotaur exists. You know, so I'm going to imprison you as well." Oh yeah, it was kind of so shitty. You're also imprisoned. Yeah. So he imprisoned. So yeah, Minos imprisons Daedalus for doing his job. So Daedalus's wife. We're just gonna let's just go ahead and say wife. <laughs> They have so they, she's a slave. I know she's not his slave. That's not it. It's important. It's important. It is important. And who is she a slave to? I think he was. She was a slave to uh, Minos. Oh. And in a way, Daedalus is as well, right? Like, there's not. It's not their relationship isn't weird. So then, why don't we just say it's Daedalus's wife if it doesn't matter? Well, it matters because she's also imprisoned. Yes, I was gonna say Daedalus, his wife, and his son were all imprisoned. <laughs> they were all essentially under house arrest. I I feel I you know I'm starting to feel really undervalued. Well, you know, as as a guest, maybe you should well, make more jokes, Jester. Yeah, or maybe you should make some music for us because we're still waiting on music from. Yeah, you. get your loot out and play us some. Loot tunes. I want to hear green sleeves now. Bling, <laughs> um. bling, 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 bling. Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Fuck Beautiful. You guys. So, fuck you guys. It's like Tenacious D quality. I like it. There you go. So Daedalus, his wife, and Icarus <laughs> are all essentially under house arrest. Um, yes. And so then Icarus hatches this plan. He's like, okay, I'm going to make a pair of wings so me and my son can fly away and i guess fuck my wife right um my wife and so they fly away and but their 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 wings are made out of like wax and like feathers and stuff like that i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't we we can't let that slide we can't let a borat i am i am so close to being done talking about daedalus so we can start i am this close. I think that was I'm, a really bad Borat impression anyway, so I could have <laughs> just moved on. I was trying. So what happens then is, like, Daedalus gives them, gives him and his son wings that are made of wax and feathers, and by that, and that means that in order to fly away, they can't get too close to the sun or the wax will melt, or if they get too close to the ocean, their weather, their wings will get wet from all, from the ocean spray, they will get too heavy and they will fall to the ground. So... They fly uh, fly across. He warns Icarus, don't fly too high, don't fly too low. Icarus gets too excited. He's a little arrogant. He goes up too close to the sun. His wings melt, and he falls and dies. Oh, no. How close to the sun do we think he got? What do you mean? Did he go through the stratosphere? Like, did, did he pass? How high did, oh, how high yeah. did he think he got? I don't know. Um, probably. Probably. Maybe Maybe it was the lack of oxygen. It's, it's it's not super clear. And then he, like, buries his son, and then there's a little bit more stuff. But that's kind of, like, the big thrust of it. That's what everybody knows him for is Icarus and Icarus dying. Mm-hmm. We need to – I want to make a apparently an 80s synth pop musical about this. Where do we doom, start? Doom, 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 Okay. Like that. That's how Perfect. That's how <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So where, <laughs> nice beat. Where do, where do we start – with this musical about Daedalus. Do we start from the beginning? Do we start somewhere in the middle? What do we do? I I think because people are more familiar with the story of Icarus than with the story of Daedalus, maybe we open 
with that story because it's it is just like a kind of one-off like oh he got some wings flew too close to the sun he died so i mean maybe we start with icarus is dead and daedalus has to like face that his son died because of something he invented and asked him to do and then it's going back in time of like how did we get here um so we can explore daedalus's life that way Okay, yeah, I like that. So are we going to start with Icarus having already fallen, or is it like the scene of Icarus falling, or is it just like we start with the dead Icarus in his arms kind of thing? Well, so... um, My question is, does Daedalus have a relationship with Hades? at all um we there's no stories that talk about hades there's poseidon there's apollo there's athena and athena is really the only one that he that doesn't like him yeah that's true because athena was the one that saved his nephew when he tried to kill his nephew right so i mean and I guess it's kind of poetic justice that his nephew got turned into a bird and his son died because he's not a very good bird. Mm-hmm. You know, poetic justice there. All good, all bad birds should die. That's the moral of that story. Um, all all birds go to heaven. So do we? Are we trying to? Are we trying to say okay, Icarus is? So Icarus dying. This is start, or it's like he's holding his son, and then like Athena or a god comes to him and be like, "Look at what you have done." I think so. Logically, trying to imagine like how we make this look on a stage, um, is it easier to like have him in his arms and have this like opening song about like, "Oh, how what have oh. I done?" Like explain the story of how they got like how he how this moment happened there instead of having to like show Icarus like flying into the sun and falling I mean we can make I, that happen I, theatrical magic, yeah but. yeah I, I actually I think we're coming up with something really cool which is like I mean I think that the story is is about Daedalus obviously but that Daedalus is not a active participant in the show mm-hmm he is an object that is being used. So he's basically going through the motions. So I feel like there's this thing of like his son dies. Like the show starts with his like son dying and he's like in this moment and it sort of just freezes. And this is really a show of like, um, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. Record scratch. Let me tell you. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) that it's this conversation between, um, like, Athena and Poseidon or Athena and Hades of being like are like I think that Athena I think Athena and Poseidon is a really interesting one which is like Poseidon being like what what the fuck bro <laughs> like like why did you do that to this kid you know yeah and and it's this explanation and almost this like uh, judgment of what's going to happen to Daedalus because Daedalus survives, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Like the punishment is that Icarus dies, and so it is this thing of like these two people making this decision about this man after his son has died. Okay. Does Daedalus also is Daedalus also flying in this moment? Like, or did yeah. he let Icarus go first? No, they were flying he together. Also flew. Okay, so he couldn't stop. Yeah. But it's a musical; it's fine. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> You're right that he shouldn't be able to hold him in his arms if he's also flying. But, you know... Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there is a thing of, like, he could, like, find, like, a boat and find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we... Yeah, yeah it, it, if we need to explain it, we can, but I don't think we'll need to. But I really like that idea of it is, like, two gods... He also doesn't have to fall into the... Like, he could wash up onto shore. Our first yeah. scene starts... It's just like a projection screen, and we just see, like, a, a little figure fly. It's just... Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, or a really fast just like from a flyer, just someone just falls onto the 
Oh, oh you just you know, we just drop we just drop a um uh like a mannequin or something yeah. like that. You just hear, look out! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he's just holding a mannequin. Yeah. I think there is something about like leading it into action that like like we hear the guards, we hear them chased out. Like we we have like a certain amount of time where this is occurring. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Like okay. it's like we have to go now. Like. Cool, I like that. So, yeah, so we have that. Maybe, yeah, it is all either in black or something like that. Like, we hear the song. It's like the, it's the overture. And we hear the stuff going on top of the overture. Mm -hmm. And then they fly. We don't hear them. We don't see them flying or anything like that. And then we hear, uh, we see a bright flash of light. And then we hear a thud, like somebody hit the ground. Um, It goes to black, right? Then the body's there. It's collapsed. And he's holding him. comes down. Yeah, and Daedalus Daedalus is holding him. And then there's that freeze, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, I think that there's a lot of text and there's a lot of music that is also going on. But I think, like, I I really am starting to really, like, glom onto this idea that you've just got these two watchers. Yeah, I love it. Like, is this, like... And they're this always interrogation on stage. between two people that are always on stage, these two gods. They're always on stage. It's, like, essentially, it's essentially a yeah. trial kind of presenting, like, evidence for why this is happening. And, like, right. these scenes are presented by the gods. And I love that. So then uh, that stops. Then Athena and Poseidon are like, uh, uh, Poseidon's like, okay, Athena, why? Why did you do this? Yeah. And, and so, I, oh, go I, ahead. I think, that, I think that the way that this story gets told really well is if we take into the insecurities of these gods themselves, right? Like, um, that it's... Athena does not start at the beginning. Athena starts with the the pathos that would go towards Poseidon. Yeah, right? I like, was... she starts... Yeah, she starts with the labyrinth, right? She talks about, like... Uh, she talks about how Daedalus, like, um, helped this thing happen right like all of this stuff like that he that the minotaur is still like poseidon's creation even if it's born out of vengeance you know and it's like talks into this idea of like look he traps your your yeah um yeah your creation conceptually that conceptually i i agree with that and i think that'll that'll work it but let's let's um yeah like we're getting we're getting really kind of like into the weeds sure. on it, and that's not what we're going to be able to do with this because this has to be high level. I agree with you and the reasoning I really yeah. like, but I, I want to look at the scenes that we have. Like, what's going to make these scenes? So we've got that. We've got the them talking to each other, and I agree. Then we do yeah. either Athena or Poseidon presents like, well, this is why I like the guy, right? And then and then we take him back to. I think I think we start with the story of Minos in the Act One gets us through mm-hmm. him being there and we don't know why he's there like the people who would know the story do but we're assuming that people don't know all the specifics of yeah. Daedalus's story and so we we stick with Minos he gets to Minos he gets um, to Minos there's the whole thing with Minos and his wife and the Cretian bull um Daedalus has is forced to build this labyrinth right um and so we and but in this time yeah. In this time, I think we need a song about maybe where where Daedalus goes to Minos and offers his services. And he talks about, he has a song where he talks about how good of an inventor he is and how he's made all of this stuff. And we have this, we're kind of set up who Daedalus is in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we've got the gods watching. They're yeah. kind of always doing their thing. But we've got Minos, I mean, we've got Daedalus talking about that. Minos is great, says great. Can you build something for me? And it's not the labyrinth yet, but that's how he ingratiates himself. Yeah, I think I and think then, so. I think that it is a like I'm I'm but a humble designer, right? It's all yes. in the designs, right? And and is he humble? No, that's no, the not whole. At all. Okay, point. okay, yeah. right, so that's the irony. It's okay, very good. Alexander. It's very Hamilton. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. Where he talks about like, oh, I'm so humble, but look at all this great shit I've done, yeah. mm-hmm. and it okay. becomes insufferable. Sorry, that's just my opinion of Hamilton sometimes, but that's that's neither here nor there. I don't want to lose our like six six listeners. But yeah, so we've got that song, the humble servant. That's that's great. I think that works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do we want do we want the gods like pausing it and stepping in every once in a while and doing their own kind of like songs and ballads, where it's like I'm only a humble servant and all all this yada 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 and Poseidon steps in. He's like, yeah, that's why I like this guy. 
I, like, look at what he just yeah, talked I, about. Look at what he I can do. I don't think that the gods ever get songs, but I think that they only okay. speak in recitative. Like, which means right. so that means it's the it's the the spoken language of of opera. So it is still to music. It is still to tone. Um, but it is not a full song in itself, right? It doesn't follow those qualities. It doesn't have choruses mm. or anything like that. Um, the best way to think about it is that if you are, if you're like super into musical theater, is that all of the speech between the songs in um, Les Mis, that's all recitative, right? So that means that's that they're going to come in and there are these musical undertones between the scenes. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah, go ahead. Are they do we want are they playing a Greek chorus role where they are supposed to be representing because like Greek choruses traditionally represent what the audience is thinking right I, I um, think so, mm -hmm. I think so I think that they are playing this weird esoteric role that sort of uh, follows and is reminiscent of the Greek chorus but is not specifically mm -hmm. right it's more of like and we could totally have one in there because I think there's a really interesting aspect to like putting like it, this is more of like a historical thing for people that historically understand like stories of of um, uh, and have gone into into Greek um, plays and everything is that a lot of stories and a lot of Greek plays are Athena putting people on trial. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think there is an interesting point of like having an actual Greek chorus that is like Poseidon's course that is putting so, Athena on trial for the death. So of do we, so it, but if we're doing, if we're wanting to do like a chorus yeah. like that, then obviously it has to be the eighties synth wave band. Well, yes, um, it is. They're going to have the flock of seagulls. All of this is uh, just to make it clear. All of this is not going to look like Greek stuff. 100%. This is going to look like eighties synth wave outrun. Um, like <laughs> wave, mash, flock of seagulls hair flock of seagulls all of that thing that's what we're that's the style we're going for yeah i think it'll be amazing um, i think it really fits into poseidon as this like central like there's yeah. something about the island like there's something about this like new agey like sense um so i think the first act gets us through um the the collapse of like minos's like life before we let's let's yeah. flesh out the first act before we before I, I, we uh, yeah no i think i don't think we, i mean having gone over the story i don't know if we necessarily need like the bare bones of it all is like the first act is daedalus meeting minos the cretian bull happening the the um labyrinth being made and daedalus being imprisoned like that's the whole first act like daedalus is imprisoned at the end of the first act those are our speed points. We can go back now, but I'm just saying like that's it. Mm -hmm. So, so we start with that. Um, we uh, we uh, meeting Manos. We've got that song. He's a humble guy. We got couple couple scenes of Athena and uh, Poseidon and his chorus going back and forth. And his chorus are doing like '80s rock ballads. Yeah. But um, I I think and we... I think that the humble guy thing is what's really important about that is that. Uh, Minos is it. I don't think it's a singular song. I don't think it's a solo. I think it is a conversational, like conver uh, a song between two humble men. Like it really like exemplifies mm -hmm. that neither of them are humble people. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So we've got that. Then we've got, you know, we've got a scene or two about him being an inventor, yada, yada, yada. How do we introduce the, the bull and the, that whole thing. How do we introduce that in in a way that's not well? It, it weird. No, it's going to be super weird and super cheesy because all of these people, all of the people themselves, like Daedalus, these characters, they they are all moving in time. Like they're all static. But it's like, oh yeah, this is where I came in, and Poseidon literally joins the scene. Okay. Like he's like, you were like Athena's like you remember this happening and she's like yes and then we've got this like kick-ass song of like uh sacrifice this bull right that yeah, whips okay. like these people into a frenzy I think yeah so I and that's is the there thing a I whip in oh, this somewhere can we make this really sexy <laughs> I think it's a part <laughs> of I think sexy. it's part of the mechanism of the hollow bull oh god it's, it's a whip it, tail it's inside the bull <laughs> It's inside oh. the hollow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. The dungeon. Yeah. 
Oh god. Okay, so there's a lot of class. We got that, and I, I want. <laughs> and then, um, do we need a scene where she gives birth to the bull, or like we, they like a "What have I done?" kind of song, or do we go right into the labyrinth? I think I think that because this story is being told as like, because I think that this part of the story is Athena going, "Look, you punish mortals all the time." Right, like that's the point okay. of this first half, right? Is you punish mortals all the time, and yours are for like stupid reasons because they won't worship you. Like if it if that's okay, then why are we? Why am I? Why are we even having this conversation? Like I think that's her like first order thing. So I think that like jumping around allows it to happen. Like they're they that they literally just move time. I think that it makes it really easy for us to tell moments rather than really have like static, like a static time period. Cause we can literally yeah. have the gods fast forward things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. right. So you have them do this bull and then what they didn't sacrifice this. They still sacrificed a bull. Why is that not okay? Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. then you got this and it like moves it over to, you know, we get a scene of Daedalus falling in love with the slave at the same point as um, with one of Minos' slaves at the same point as this woman falling in love with a bull. Right? That it's like almost like this thing of like oh, is she saying that this was wrong that he fell fell in love with that he fell in love with another person? Like what, what is the thing that's the matter? I think that this mystery developing because I think that Okay, I'm getting too ahead, far ahead of myself. But we're able to just have these moments that are full songs. That there's like something like a song of forbidden love, right? Because he's not a he's not a prisoner yet. Right? Yeah. So like him him getting with a slave that that might be viewed as wrong. Gotcha. You know, okay. uh, the these weird points. Um and I think that will be interesting. So we've got this got idea of forbidden love. We don't have to watch the her have sex with a bull. We can fast forward past that. Um, if you want a sex scene, I know that there are tons of sex scenes in Broadway shows, but I don't. I mean, hey, <laughs> we're just gonna redo Spring Awakening. We're, no, bulls. we're just we're just gonna pull a Daniel Radcliffe and do Equus. I mean, like that's the thing. <laughs> People understand that this is a Greek story. <laughs> and they understand what they're getting into. Um, it's common though that like death and death usually happens off stage in Greek shows, right? I uh, I think it depends. Like the the actual death scene, and then it's usually like them dying is what's on stage. Yes, the actual like killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so then she births the bull. She births the bull. They realize kind of what have they done? Yeah. Um. And then we need to hide our shame, and that's a whole song, and that is the the song, and it's probably an extremely long song as all of these p- things are happening. I think it's like a very multifaceted kind of uh, long space as the as the uh, labyrinth starts to be built. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So then they built the so he builds the labyrinth to hide their shame. We get the. They get that song about hiding the shame. Then we get the song about the labyrinth. And then finally, do we need something where he um, gets trapped in it? Is that com- is that a completely separate song? Or is that like at the end of this whole kind of montage? And they're like, and you're trapped. The I Minotaur think... or, the, or Daedalus? Daedalus. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, the Minotaur. We Does the Minot- Minotaur... Yeah, we that's it. We give we give the Minotaur a uh, a song a wistful ballad about how he wishes he was he could be out in the Up sunlight. There, Guys, so much it's room. really sad when you think about it was a baby from a from a cursed uh relationship. Oh God. No, that the, 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 the labyrinth goes to. up at the end of the song, it is literally just like a baby sitting in the center oh. of a it's just a baby sitting in the center of a labyrinth uh, 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 i mean when uh, did they put him in there well to you make know? that happen it would need to be a puppet <laughs> yeah so we have a puppet in a labyrinth but it's yes. not david bowie but there is synth music <laughs> um and then and then obviously then then they trap daedalus right and that's how that the first act ends 
And I think that the second act starts with Icarus being uh, 15 year okay. old. Okay. Right? Before we, get to, before we get to the second act. Yeah. Let's take a little break. Okay. Um, let's go to our intermission, and then we'll come back and we'll start on the second act. All right. Okay, cool. So, um, hey everyone, welcome to the intermission. We are going to go to a very special episode of Olivia's... I'll try that again. Hey everyone, welcome to the intermission. We made it. We're halfway there. Uh, so halfway now we're going to go to a very... There. We're going to a very special episode of Olivia's Random Crap Corner. This being the Greek um, the Greek episode, we're going to do something a little different. So take it away, Olivia. All right. So I am on another website. This one's called igreekmythology.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we are looking at what each of our zodiac signs, uh, what myth they were kind of based on, because all of the zodiac signs have a Greek myth that they come from in some sense, which I didn't know. I never connected the dots on that. Um, so let's go ahead and start with Aries. So as we know, Aries is the first sign of the Greek zodiac. Um, or if you didn't know, there it is. Um, the beginning marks the beginning of spring and the story of Aries is linked to the myth of the golden ram, which saved two kids, a brother and a sister, from being sacrificed in order to appease the gods. Huh. So that's why it's a ram. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Taurus is a bull, as we know. Um, it's associated with the legend of Theseus and the Minotaur. Um, so according to myth, Theseus volunteered to be one of the youths from Athens who would be offered as food to the horrible Minotaur um, who stayed in Crete. Oh, this is our Minotaur. Um, yeah, it's, in the the same, labyrinth. it's the same guy. Yeah, so, uh, but when he was there with the help of Ariadne, maybe I pronounced that wrong, um, the legendary hero managed to kill the beast and thus relieve the city Athens from the terrible punishment imposed by the Cretan king Minos. So that one's very connected to this story. Um, Gemini is linked with the story of the twin brothers Castor and Polydeuces. Again, not sure pronunciation. Um, they were not twins in the ordinary sense since they had different fathers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> their story starts when Zeus, the king of gods, wanted to have an affair with Leda, the queen of Sparta. Um, in Most order to of full hor- every story oh. starts with Zeus yeah. wanting to fuck something or someone. Yeah, so this is the one where he turns himself into a swan. Um, oh, God, yeah, this she, one. Yeah, she bore two eggs. One of them contained a baby girl, Helen. The other was Pollux. This is a long story. Um, basically, yeah, there are two twins that had different fathers. Uh, come to this website to read the rest of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one's really long. Okay. Um, cancer. The constellation uh, Cancer is linked with the second labor of the mighty hero Hercules, who was assigned by Eurystheus to kill Lerna Hydra, a horrible water snake with a hundred heads. But I um, thought Cancer was a giant crab. It is a crab. Okay, but listen, let me see Close if it enough. explains here. I don't know. This might have more information. Um, uh, in the midst of Hercules' struggle, Hera. Hera? Am I saying that right? Hera, Hera, right? Hera. Uh, who is a hero's worst enemy, ordered a giant crab to go and help the Hydra by digging its claws into Hercules' uh. foot. <laughs> um, howling with pain, the hero stamped on the crab furiously, crushing it to death. So, you're okay. crushed you crabs, Cancer. Um, yeah. <laughs> yummy. Love cracking a crab. Put some leg. butter on that. Mm-hmm. Mm, delicious. Okay, Leos, you're the fifth constellation in the Greek zodiac. You are connected to Hercules' very first labor, the capture of the Nemean lion. Um, Kills the giant, yeah. fierce lion, whatever. Which, like, yeah. which, like is kind of weird. Because it's like, oh, yeah, his hide can't be pierced. So I, like, basically hugged him to death. Oh, oh yeah, he cool. strangled that's, him. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, strangle him. Oh, that's awesome, Hercules. Yeah, and then I turned his pelt into armor, and I wear it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how'd you cut it off if it's... Go inside. You cut him out from the inside. That, yeah. That's not how... 
Isn't it like that Leonardo <laughs> that's DiCaprio bear movie? That's not how something that is uncuttable works. If it's uncuttable <laughs> it, it from be, one it, side, it's pretty much uncuttable from the other. Maybe there was like one little true. seam that he had to find that, that was really hard to find. It's like the bottom okay, of the something. Okay, give me an example that isn't bulletproof glass. <laughs> well, that's not fair. <laughs> it's, 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 no, it's the thing that's specifically designed to be able to do that. And so, same there with... A, yeah, it's specifically oh, designed to be... Your stomach is... is Bulletproof from one lining. side and not from the other. It's specifically designed to be that is way. Your, yeah, your stomach your, your stomach is uh, can withstand all of the acid on the inside. The second it gets on the outside of your stomach, it's real bad because that's not what it's because it starts dissolving away. It's all about Again, the mucus, you're, you're yeah. describing something that because it has a film of mucus, it's okay on one side. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's happening with this with this lion's hide. Nah, He's full of snot. Nah, bro. On it's the going, outside. It's, it's fine. Just keep going. Just okay. keep going. This okay. is never going to... Okay, so Virgo uh, is associated with the story of Demeter and her daughter Persephone. For the ancient Greeks, the story of Demeter and Persephone helped to explain why the seasons change. Uh, there's more information on there that you can look at yourself. Uh, okay, Libra. The stars that form the golden scales of Libra lie halfway around the band of the Greek zodiac between Virgo and Scorpio. Day and night are equal when the sun passes through the constellation of Libra. The scales are a symbol of balance and equity. Oh, so this um, one is literally like an actual. This is an. This one is in, is a physics one where it's like, right. Oh, this helps us. This helps <laughs> us tell what season it is. Yeah. When the when Libra is where it is. Exactly. It says um, the scales were considered to be a symbol of Dyke, meaning justice, who was a minor goddess of the underworld. The fact that ancient Greeks give Libra a prominent place in the sky signifies they consider justice, equity, and balance in general to be the moral cornerstones of an ideal way of living. Well, there you go. Okay, yep. what's the next one? Okay, Scorpio. Um, the story of the scorpion is connected with different versions of stories that involve the mighty hunter Orion, a hero, a hero, a hero who is represented by... I love by... heroes. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the cream on the inside. Um, Ugh. Are represented by another familiar group of stars. Let's see, blah blah blah. blah. So he was a, he was hunting a giant scorpion. Basically, where, yes, I got think it. so. Uh, how okay. Gaia had sent the scorpion to sting Orion, and then he killed it. You know, whatever. Got it. Um, okay, Sagittarius uh, uh, depicts a creature called a centaur. Centaur. Um, yeah. Which is the body of a body and head body of a man, of a hind quarters of a horse. Yes. Um, he is named after. Sh- Chiron, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The most famous and king of the centaurs. He is semi-divine. He was the son of Poseidon. So it's um, just based off of a famous a famous Greek guy. Famous pretty Greek much. Yep. I a mean, if you want more information. Very real centaur. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Very Cap- famous, very real. Very real centaur. You can find him in a museum somewhere. Um... Uh, Capricorn, the constellation is, let's see, is as strange as that of Sagittarius. It is a sea god with the head and half the body of a goat and the tail of a fish. I feel like I've made this creature as like a, (laughs) uh, as a creative endeavor in like fourth grade. Yeah, but but why? Right. Why Capricorn? Well, well, so (laughs) you're just describing like the Michael Scott scene of like, I of like I made up a unicorn before I knew that unicorns existed. <laughs> 100% I did make cuz I we had to create an animal and I made like it was a moose head with a mermaid tail um and it had nice. like frog legs and then uh it had lollipops that came out of its head and nice. I swear to god my mom was like you want to just make this like actually make it and so she helped me make a stuffed animal version of it, and I brought it that's to school. That's adorable. It was so cool. Um, okay. But how, what does that have to do with weird goat fish things? Right. So it says it's connected to the birth of Zeus. Um, as the story goes, when Rhea gave birth to Zeus, she feared that her cruel husband Cronus would devour a child just as he did with the previous one. So husband eats kids, you know, scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've all seen that. Yeah. She, she secretly took Zeus to Crete where he was kept safely in a cave on Mount Dicte. He was nursed and cared for by Amalthea, who is, who means tender. Um, 
she was a goat nymph and she took after baby looked after baby Zeus with the greatest love and devotion, feeding him her own rich milk. So he so, got goat milk from his nurse. Basically. So his so his nurse was a goat nymph and that's why they used the goat. Yeah. He was hung, his cradle was on a tree so that Cronus would never find him in heaven or earth or even in the ocean. Blah blah blah, goat mother, blah blah blah. <laughs> Horns goat mother <laughs> um i love it okay I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah that gives us what we need to know about that okay one. we got two more okay aquarius uh, uh they connect this story to the group of stars that is of ganymede ganymede was son of king tros after whom troy was named the young oh. prince was the most exquisite and handsome youth that ever lived and was adored and admired by both gods and mortals um blah blah blah, so blah. Has what is aquarius soon? It's like uh, water. Okay. The constellation of Aquarius shows a person pouring water out of a jug. Um, oh, okay. So that's water connected to water. But it's also an air sign, which is weird. Um, the, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Does it say anything specific about the position? Blah, 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 blah. I might have to cut this out. So, so Aquarius is about a random, about a random prince. Sounds like it's also connected to Zeus. Uh, everything's connected to Zeus somehow. Uh huh. Yeah, it's about Zeus. Something about a handsome guy. Um, oh, and then got it. Some <laughs> some pouring glasses uh, for Olympians of a divine drink called nectar. You know, nectar. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yummy. Okay, okay. Pisces. Uh, the image of the two fish swimming in different directions uh, is influenced by Aphrodite, the goddess of love and beauty, who is thought to be the source of inspiration for this constellation obviously i just said that um after zeus thought fought his father cronus he defi- defeated the race of giants who were the children of gaia the mother earth um gaia gave birth to a horrible monster called typhon he was the largest and most frightening creature ever born um he, his legs were a mass of coiled snakes oh my god uh okay okay where How does this have anything in? to do with two fish I don't know. I thought it did somewhere. Let's see. Okay. Uh, when the fierce monster was finally captured by Zeus and all the Olympians were transformed back to their original form, something happened in the story. Just go read the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, Aphrodite, being grateful to the fish who had lended their form to her and her son when they were in distress, put up their image on the sky. Thus, Got Pisces it. became the last constellation of the Greek zodiac. So they hot, so they hid his fish, and so and, and as a thank, Aphrodite created the fish, the Pisces yeah. constellation. Got it. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Cool. That's all of them. So that's all of them. And if you have any more questions, too bad. This is a podcast, not a TED talk. Yeah, this isn't even part of the story we're trying to tell. Exactly. So, uh, thanks, Olivia. Um, looks like intermission is over. We're about to start the second act. Talk to you in a little bit. Okay. All right. So we've got, <laughs> okay, we got so the we've first got act. The first yeah. act out of the way. The first act, it is Poseidon and Athena kind of um, litigating why the labyrinth is a thing. Um, why yeah. Athena kind of like pull it, call it, trying to call out Poseidon for him being petty, and she's like, "I'm not the only one here." Mm-hmm. You're you're right, and I I think that that's when uh, Poseidon goes in and it's just like, "You're right." And this is his punishment right here. An eye for an eye. He has imprisoned a creation. He has now imprisoned himself. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it is only natural for for him to want to break free and to want to help his son. And I was very okay with that. And so it tells this story of Icarus. It's like, how could I, you know, if I'm to imprison Daedalus, how can I imprison Icarus? So I'm going to let them leave. Like that that was this like mentality and so he so Poseidon tells this story of like letting them out and we get back to the thing of So um So Poseidon Icarus. tells the story so so does does that mean Poseidon tells the story of like Icarus growing up and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And which there's like this enamoration of this young man mm-hmm. who has a bright future and is most importantly curious 
Okay. Right? Like, and as most importantly, like, I, I want to be free. I want to see the world. I want to experience. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is good. And so, therefore, like, no, I, you know, after that, that changes the whole deal. And I, and I did. And I did change the deal. Mm-hmm. So then why did you do this? Because I'm still missing that part. So he tells the story to make this point of, like, how could you do, like, he's, he's in a sense, been punished enough. Look at what he's turned mm-hmm. into. And I think that that's when Athena breaks, like even to the point where like, I think Athena could even break out of the musical mode where she actually just speaks and is angry and is like, no, you like, he has to know what it's like to lose that ingenuity. And that's when we get the story of, um, Daedalus trying why to kill Daedalus ended up in Crete anyways. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, right. It's like, no, none of his punishments pun- are punish him for what I would like to punish him for. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so Which then Athena, is, Athena tells the story, or yeah. sets a- up the scene. Athena the scene gets goes. a reprise of forbidden love. Maybe she like has a love. Obviously, it may not be like we're not gonna view it the same way. I think that there is a point where like it is just a separate love. It is just a love for another, mm-hmm. um, and enough love for ingenuity. And Daedalus squashes that out by pushing him off. He gets turned into a bird, but that means he's always a bird. The nephew. I don't know why that, that's, that's a what rule. we're talking about, right? Yeah. I don't know how, why that's a rule in Greek mythology that, like, when a god turns a human into an animal, they're just that animal for the rest <laughs> of their lives. I don't know they, how that happened. They're not very good at, I guess they're really good at turning things into things, but then <laughs> but not back done into They just humans. don't yeah. care yeah. after that. They're like, you're still alive, so... Yeah, it out. That, that's probably it to them. Yeah, the to state them, it's is, all does the same. Not that's where Pixar takes over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you give this person a reason to, like, learn how to live as a bird now and give meaning yeah. to uh, their life or whatever. This is all the real long game. <laughs> yeah. the real, real. Someday, there is going to be a state called California. And in California, <laughs> there is a city called Anaheim. And in this city... There's a really, really cool animation studio. Oh, let me back up. Animation is, <laughs> and it's just, and it's just Athena's or um, uh, who's the one that makes the that the Smith? Who's the Smith? Uh, that's Hephaestus. Hephaestus is just stoned out of his mind at a party, <laughs> trying to explain to Athena how this is all gonna work. Mm-hmm. No, he's trying to explain it to his wife, and that's why his wife fucks her. Yeah, that's why Aphrodite is like, I need to be. It has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with what he looks like. It's just because he won't stop talking about this stupid (laughs) thing called anime. (laughs) Have you guys heard of anime? Let me tell you about anime. All he talks about is Naruto. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a huge fucking weeb. (laughs) I mean, I mean, when you look at some of his stories, yeah. I mean, he is just—he's the ultimate beta cuck. He's just a beta cuck. Oh my god. Anyways, um, so I think at this moment we then see we see that moment and it's like um, that I think there is this thing of like um, so we see so we see nephew um, we see we learn about him maybe he has a similar song to Icarus's about yeah. like being curious and stuff like that but his is better or maybe his <laughs> is mixed with his is mixed with that and mixed with um a very humble, humble man. man, except for the yeah. fact that he is humble. Like yeah. he's just as good of an inventor, mm-hmm. but he is a humble, unassuming person. And that's why Athena becomes enamored with him in that kind of sense that he is humble and he's unassuming. He's not like Daedalus where he's out to prove something. He's just right. really good at it. And then we have the scene where Daedalus like hatches the plan. He has the song where he's like, I have to stop this or I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. I have, look at, look at all that I can lose. I'm going to stop this. And so then he brings him up to the top of the Acropolis and he's like, hey, let's test out. I don't know. You made a flying machine. Let's mm-hmm. let's test out your little like kite or something that you made that that um, that his nephew made. And while his nephew's getting it, getting it ready, he just pushes that motherfucker off the Acropolis. Yeah. Um, he's like, look over I, there. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then we, then it breaks down, and that's when Athena is like, "See what he did." So does Athena? I know we were talking about she's always talk singing, or that one time she breaks and she doesn't sing. Does she yeah. have a song here? Does this break the pattern, or do we keep it? Um. Well, 
Poseidon got a song in the first part, so I feel like Athena does need her own, like, song. Which, like, could be very much like the Forbidden Love song reprise that she already, like, was a, had a part of. But, mm-hmm. like, I think that... um, I, I think that there is something to be, like... I don't know. She, I, I can't think of, a, like, a good set of words, but it's something along the lines of, like... Um, like forgot forgetting something that was never like forgetting uh Sarah potential. Marshall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, like forgetting so much forgetting something talent. that was never realized. Mm. Like can you forget memories that were never made? Okay. Mm. I like it. Um in, in this notion that's like like that I think that she sees like that something was wrong with her decision. Like something was wrong with her choice because it's like, wow, I just like in my own pettiness towards this man did the same thing. Okay. Um, and so then, so then and, we have that and, song. And it sort of ends with this idea of like, even we live with our own consequences. Yeah. Right. Um, so- and I, I don't think, and I don't think that, Poseidon necessarily comes to that conclusion. I think Athena does. I think Poseidon's like, all right, let's go see if I can fix it. I'm going to go talk to my bro. Mm -hmm. You know, we can probably trade a life for a life. Let's do it. And she's like, no. Okay. So the ending of the show is not about like, so Daedalus, like there nobody, nobody else is on the stage. It's just those two is what you're saying. Well, no, I think it ends exactly where it started. Oh, okay. Mm. Where it's Daedalus and Chris on the stage. I, I don't think that this is very happy, and I don't think it feels good. Fair I don't enough. think that this story feels good at all. And I think that, like, that never really should, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that this story's, like, narrative and purpose is, um, it's, why are you punishing people? Like, regardless of what's going on, like. Mm-hmm. Do we end it? What? Uh, do we end it with. Icarus being dead or is it the moment right before he's like about to fly off or something like do we want them to have oh, a moment that's so together s- oh that's so sad I know that's it's so super beautiful. sad but like yeah having that's that so like beautiful, showing though. that like it's they're like, connected and they were like just a father yeah. and son who were like like how do we make yeah it's like how do we make up for this and like um and they're like well we can let him just relive this moment again mm-hmm. well if you really want if we really want to be assholes about it um his we could have a scene between Icarus and his mom where she calls him his little partridge, her little partridge. Oh God. And like oh, little bird no. or something like, like that. We she see says, that. And again, like right before they bad. leave and right before they fly away, she says, be safe, my little bird or something like well, that. I think, I think that she's gone at that point. Okay. I think we kill her off to make it even <laughs> oh We just fridge the, we fridge the well, lights. Like, why, why else did he not make wings for her? Maybe she can't leave. Why not? Why why not? He shouldn't be able to leave either. That's fair. He's that, old. Yeah. He probably yeah. she probably needs to be to be killed off. <laughs> like every just, good superhero. Or we uh, just don't introduce the life movie. at all. No, we we need to because okay. how does he you know, I think that it's part of that thing of like like this was always her plan. Like that's the thing about it. Is oh, like her plan was always to it. kill his son. Mm. Like it's messed up. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that is that's pretty dark. It's a dark <laughs> yeah, ending. Yeah, man. But I love Olivia. Yeah. I love that. I love the okay. We're gonna end it right before the right before the interaction of the of like a like he, him holding him in his arms. It's right before they leave. They have that beautiful touching moment, and then but we know what's about to happen. They don't. But and that's where yeah. we end is we know that that's the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that. So I think we got something good. Now we need. We need a good song to pit to. We need a good '80s power ballad. I think is what we see. Should. I think I think the song is "Forbidden Love." I think is the, okay. Is '80s the power ballad about forbidden yeah. love. Um, you know who's that? Who's like the I one? definitely hear like that. Like I hear some like really beautiful like <laughs> little things, right? And it's just full like, of synth, dripping. It's like super whispery at the beginning. I love it. You know? I love it. Oh my God. Okay. You know, like, I yeah. never rest for this. How you familiar know, like, I are never so William? Yeah. How familiar are you with using artificial drum beats and synths and stuff like that in music? 
can you learn it in like say two days? Two days, yeah. Two days is great. Um, two days works great for me. Great, great idea, Olivia. Uh, that works great for me. I. Well, that that just doesn't sound like a no. So I think we're good. Yeah, clock is ticking, so, buddy. You can think about so it. If for you like, can, if you can right. learn how I to I don't use... think that the absence of a no is a yes. I think that that's something. That is really well, you, important for us. And we'll save that for said, another podcast. You just said yes now, so we'll take it. Um, so, no. So, okay. go ahead and write us that big, awe-inspiring power ballad about forbidden love. Mm-hmm. Um, throw that into this episode. And actually, um, you know, I'm a little busy this week. Could you maybe edit this episode, too? I think that'll work. Does that work for you, Olivia? Sounds good to me. Awesome. Okay, well, I think we're good here. Um, William, just get it to us, you know, in the next couple days and we should be good. Uh, everybody else, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Goodbye. This is going to look really good on your intern, uh, report. Yeah, this will be great exposure. <laughs> yeah. Hey again. Thank you for listening to We Wrote the Book. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Spotify and maybe leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, a special thanks to Jason Curran for our theme music. Bye!